Girl, you got it. Girl, you got it. Girl, you got it. Girl, you got it. Wow. Girl, you got it. Girl, you got it. Girl, you got it. Girl, you got it. Wow. Girl, you got it. Girl, you got it. Happy Hump Day and welcome back to the Urban Girl Corporate World Podcast, y'all. I am your dopest hostess with the mostest, Nicole, and I'm thrilled that you chose to get over the hump this week with me. Listen, I had plans to release another episode today, but the last week has taught me so much, and I would be remiss if I didn't do a recap on all that America taught us in the past seven days. And who better than to do it with than my sister from another mister, the one who pulled my coattail about this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Sasha Holmes, welcome back to the show, sis. Thank you. Thank you. As usual, I am just happy to be here amongst greatness. Okay. Listen, greatness times two, because greatness is you. And anybody that knows Sasha and I in real life are not surprised that you hold the record for the most guest spots on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is number three. This is just our life, though. Our all of our conversations are literally. podcast worthy, like literally. literally. Mm-hmm. And honestly, so. at this point, seeing that this is episode number three that you are joining me here with, I don't mm-hmm. think people are surprised at this point either. <laughs> <laughs> like hey, it's y'all. not even exactly. <laughs> so today we're talking Black Girl Magic because this last week has proven how women of color continue to come through in the clutch. Okay, so much of what we saw was a byproduct of the resolve, the steadfastness and the unwillingness to be silenced of black women. And we need to honor, celebrate and memorialize all of that, because being witness to this magic has just taught me so many things and reinforced so many life lessons. Um, And I just think it all happening is a reminder that we all needed that reminder. Period. Absolutely. Period. Period. So first, can we just get into the Stacey Yvonne Adams? Can we please give like, sis her flowers? We have to give now. her her flowers. And listen, Kamala is amazing and has and has done historical things that, and we will get there. But we mm-hmm. cannot talk Kamala unless we talk Stacey. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's just go back to all of her Black excellence. So she was valedictorian of her high school. And then after high school, she attended and graduated from Spelman College. Shout out to all my AUC alum. Mm-hmm. Um, she got her master's degree and then went on to Yale Law School to get her Juris Doctorate. And after graduating law school, she worked as a tax attorney. So in 2002, she was appointed deputy city attorney for the city of Atlanta. And four years later, she ran for the 89th district for the Georgia House of Representatives and won in the primary election with 51% of the vote, just skipping the need for a runoff. In 2010, the Democratic caucus elected her minority leader. And in 2017, she resigned from General Assembly to focus on her gubernatorial campaign. Now, can we just get into this campaign governorship. So Mm -hmm. what I did not know was that she was endorsed by both Bernie Sanders and Barack Obama, but she had a lot of like high profile endorsements. 
Um, but a week before election day, the Republican nominee, who happened to be Georgia's Secretary of State at the time, Brian Kemp, we just gonna call him Brian, mm-hmm. he canceled a debate that had been scheduled nearly two months earlier. Why? To attend a Trump rally. Mm-hmm. Like, if that wasn't enough, though, he blamed Stacey for the cancellation because he said she was unwilling to reschedule. Of course. Sir. We'll talk about that later. The nerve. Mm-hmm. The entitlement. The, the unmitigated gall. Unmitigated gall. The audacity. <laughs> the audacity. Sis. And then you blame sis. Ma'am. Like, you decided not. First of all, we had this schedule for two months. You mm-hmm. decided seven days prior that you weren't going to come. Mm-hmm. And you're mad at me because I'm not willing to reschedule. It's unprofessional. It's a lack of accountability. A lack of ownership and accountability. Mm-hmm. Now, while either of us probably would have, you know, had some choice words for Mr. Kemp. No, no. Stacy, ever so gracious. She said, and I quote, we refuse to callously take Georgians for granted and cancel on them. Just because Brian Kemp breaks his promises doesn't mean everyone else should, period. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was, now, that was a week before the election. Two, two days before the election, uh, he announced that his office was investigating the Georgia Democratic Party for unspecified possible cyber crimes. Okay. A 2020 investigation by the Georgia Attorney General's office concluded that there was no evidence of such. It was later found out that the alleged cybercrime against his office mm-hmm. was a planned security test that one of his staff members had signed <laughs> off on three months prior. <sighs> Doesn't it Man, sound familiar? It's, you know what? It is all too familiar. And it's mm-hmm. sad that it's familiar. It's sad that it's familiar to a you, to a me, and all the way to a Stacey Abrams. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Because think about it. This is the person that we have entrusted to be the Georgia Secretary of State. And, and the Georgia Secretary of State is in charge of elections and voter registration during the election. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if those two... I, listen, it was a mess. So between 2012 and 2018... His office canceled over 1.4 million voter registrations. Wow. Okay. Nearly Mm -hmm. half of those. So we're talking like 700,000 in 2017 alone. One night on one day in July, half a million voters had their registrations canceled. That is just crazy. It's crazy. It's unheard of. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was an investigative journalism group. Um, and some of the stats that they came out with was 534,000 voter registrations had been purged, but 60% of those people still lived where they were registered and were not mm-hmm. given notice. Like, it's it's just wild. I think in October 2018, there were about 53,000 voter registration applications that his office had put on hold. Three quarters of those belonged to people of color. And wow. it was later determined mm-hmm, in a court of law that um, he did violate uh, the law. And unfortunately, Stacey Abrams, Miss Abrams, lost the election by 50,000 mm-hmm. votes. Mm-hmm. All those votes you suppress and you only won by 50,000. Mm-hmm. Shame. 
change. So anyway, when she announced the official end to her campaign, she also announced the creation of Fair Fight Action, which is a voting rights nonprofit that promotes fair elections. And they Mm -hmm. also sued the Secretary of State and the State Election Board in federal court for voter suppression. And Fair Fight 2020 um, did a lot of work to build voter protection teams across 20 states. And they were also supported by Mike Bloomberg, who's a former mayor of New York City, with a $5 million contribution. Like, this is like now, it's like, okay, you cheated and I mm-hmm. lost, but you you just, you just can't hold greatness back, right? So she became the first African-American woman to give the rebuttal to the State of the Union address and the only non-office holding person to do so since inception. She was shortlisted and considered for President-elect Joe Biden's running mate. And after the election, both the New York Times and Washington Post credited her with a large boost of Democratic votes in Georgia. She is said to be behind an estimated 800,000 new voter registration in the state of Georgia. 49% of those new voters are people of color, 40% ages 30 and below. She is just a true story of turning lemons into lemonade. Mm -hmm. And there's just like... So many gems and lessons in her story. I just, I can't imagine how hot I would be if someone canceled, blamed it on me, cheated, and then won. But I love that she did not just complain. Mm -hmm. She did not uh, tear this man's name down in the public, you know, eye or whatever the case is. Like, she literally said, I am going to fight where it counts. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make sure not only you, but the world hears me. And not only that, but that this never happens again. Right. Right. Right? So she put her, her money where her mouth was. She put her actions where her heart was. Right. Mm. And she didn't just become an angry black woman. Come she on. used that anger and that disenfranchisement yes. um, to make sure that this never happened again. And now mm-hmm. we are all sitting in the fruit of this woman's labor. Literally, literally. Because I think about it, right? What if Stacey had one? Like, what would that mean for our country today? Like, I don't know that Georgia would be blue. Like, this weekend, Sasha, people were literally dancing in the streets. I don't mm-hmm. think people expected it to happen. There were even people on my Facebook timeline that were like expressing their distaste for transplants from the Northeast to Georgia, basically saying our presence here made no difference. Georgia was always going to be red. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Here we are. And I quote from Stacy: she says, we must cease being participants in our own oppression. Mm. And I, I, I hear that quote from her And I look Mm -hmm. at what she's done. Mm -hmm. And for me, that just gives me so much encouragement saying that sometimes it it may be in our plan to lose. Right. For someone else's gain. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Seriously. That right there, we we wonder why that door was closed on us. We want and we just had this conversation right before Mm -hmm. um, recording today, but just about, you know, seeing other people you know, get, getting promotion, seeing other yeah. people win. And you're wondering like, why not me? And I'm doing mm-hmm. all of the, the things right that I think I should be doing. Right. 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 Why not me? 
And it just may be for 50,000 people behind you for an electoral race, for a change of the world, why Mm -hmm. you can't walk through that supposed door that you think you should be walking through. And it makes me just think back to so many experiences in my own life. I remember speaking of promotions, I was, I was working on a team. I was working really hard. You know, I had a great reputation, great brand, great work product. And Mm -hmm. The promotion was just like, oh, just wait, give it some time. I don't know, this, this, that. And I was so frustrated. But thankfully, it didn't happen because another job opportunity came up mm-hmm. that I actually was able to secure. And it literally changed my life, mm-hmm. you know? And, and mm-hmm. when I think about Stacy's story, which is so much bigger and impacts so many people, I, I definitely don't want to to seem as if I'm putting myself, you know, my story in alignment with hers. But what an inspiration just to not letting defeat silence you. And I think it says something so profound about understanding how your opponent defeated you, whether it was fairly or not, and leveraging that to build your plan, your story, you know, really trusting like delay is, is, is not denial. Her Mm -hmm. loss in, in more ways than one, likely became the world's gain. A big part of Joe Biden winning this election was Georgia going blue. And oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. the victory is, is even sweeter just because of the historical challenges Black people have faced for decades and generations yeah. in this country mm-hmm. related to voter suppression, like poll taxes and and literacy tests. If you take all these things into account and think about what she did, it just makes her victory just that much sweeter and that much more significant and important. I just want to take a moment too, Nicole, to, you know, thank you for what you've done and thank all of the grassroots people, right? Like you mentioned earlier, we, a lot of our stories may never get to the degree of a Joe Biden or mm-hmm. a Kamala Harris or Mary McLeod Bethune, um, Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune, excuse me, um, mm-hmm. or even a Stacey Abrams, right? But right where we are, we can make change in our communities. Yes. Encouraging, you did a couple of videos, you know, all of your podcasts leading up to, you encouraged us to vote, you shared stories. I even went and did research after we talked about the literacy test that they had Mm -hmm. to take. And I'm like, oh my God, like it was just so ridiculous. The hoops that our people had to jump through. Um, I learned about the Okoe massacre right here in Florida, Mm -hmm. where thousands of people, thousands of black African-American people lost their lives trying to get Mm -hmm. to the poll to vote a hundred years, you know, almost to the Hmm. date. And especially for me being an immigrant (laughs) and this being my first, you know, general election was huge for me and the fear that I had of making the wrong decision, but, but understanding and and knowing that our lives counted on this election and so many people showed up to vote that had not been voting before. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy enough. That's epic. Yeah. That's epic. Mm-hmm. So and so, so many things come full circle. I remember when the late congressman, the late great congressman John Lewis, said he wasn't attending Trump's inauguration, and Trump clapped back 
saying something along the lines of, you know, John Lewis needs to work on or spend more time trying to fix his horrible crime infested district. Well, that horrible crime infested mm. district is a part of Georgia's victory. <laughs> Two, three, and four snaps. wasn't enough, <laughs> it defeated you and made way for the first woman vice president, the first African-American vice president, the first Asian American vice president, the, the first, first Jamaican American. Hello, okay. Let's talk about and it. Listen, the highest ranking female elected official in U.S. history, the clapback queen, Kamala Harris. <laughs> and all of the things that they said about her, right? Mm. You know, her facial expressions, mm-hmm. how aggressive she was, we go. And, and how much work she had to do to even save face in some of these debates. Mm-hmm. Um, how much extra we have to do to not come off as the angry, aggressive Black woman. You yeah. know, look at our our past um oh my goodness first lady here we go yes. yeah and oh, how girl. they talked about her and how she dressed mm-hmm. and how she looked like a monkey and and a all man. of this and all mm-hmm. and i mean come on so now to have a black woman in the second highest seat for us is not necessarily and i told you so but right. but an expression of you will not hold us down you Period. will not continue to suppress us and oppress us mm-hmm. and we matter yes and this election yes. was won because <laughs> mm-hmm. of the black woman right and can we just get into what she represented for so many women during mm-hmm. the debates I mean I am not shy to, to say that she was the most eloquently spoken woman Mm-hmm. on any of the debate stages, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, and 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 I will say I also was waiting for the memes because I knew they were coming. But to see her in action, right? Representation is so important. It was so refreshing for me. I cannot tell you how many times I am talked spoken over or talked over at work. It it is wild. And I used to get so offended but now when people cut me off, I just keep talking. Like, I just don't <laughs> stop. I just don't stop. I don't. And, and my strategy has been now, you know, the shade of it all is I make sure that I, I continue to talk just a little bit longer than them. And then when I'm mm-hmm. done, I say, does that make sense? Right? Because strategy. at that point, now you, uh-huh. have to, you have to admit that you didn't hear anything I said because right. you just wanted to just butt in. And I think it's disgusting that I have to do that as often as I do. So in that moment when she hit him with that, I'm speaking, followed by that look that only mm-hmm. we can deliver. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it did something from, from my spirit. Another thing I appreciate from Ms. Harris is a tweet that she posted. And I want to read it directly. I don't want to, to misspeak. Um, but she says, I want to speak directly to the Black women in our country. Thank you. You are too often overlooked and yet are asked time and time again to step up and be the backbone of our democracy. We could not have done this without you. Yes. I mean, her candor, her directness. I just appreciate her acknowledging and honoring what we continue to do 
for this nation because we already saved Alabama. Mm-hmm. Stacy done saved Georgia. <laughs> and as a byproduct, <laughs> all of all of America. And I just, I just, I don't know. I just Kamala just her under seeing how her story links to Stacy's story, linking to Congressman John Lewis's story, and linking to all the other amazing people who have sacrificed so much so that today um, could happen is just, it's just amazing. And on the lighter side, can we talk about her Chuck wearing, jeans wearing, army jacket, t-shirt wearing? Can we talk about the video that she posted um, that I'm sure pulled on all of our heartstrings right when Joe won and she says, Joe, we did it. Yes. And she posted that video with her hair pulled back, the yes. flyaways, and in a sweatsuit, yes. right? And I think, you know, there's been this con- misconception that the Black woman always, and not that it's a misconception, but it's the truth, right? That we always have to show our best face. We always have mm. to be beat to the gods. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure even because of her, the stock on pantsuits absolutely Listen. went up. <laughs> and Chuck. <laughs> right? And Chuck as well. But I feel like she has not just given us permission, but given us the okay to show up however we need to show up and the job will still get done. Yes. Kamala has certainly elevated the urban girl corporate world. world. Period. Yes, absolutely. Period. One of the things I wanted to, um, the, the, so speaking of memes, the election memes, listen, black Twitter is undefeated. Um, but there is one meme in particular and it's, and it's lighthearted and it's a joke, but it's so true. And I don't, I don't know if she created it, but Levy posted it. And it basically is a list of people you Come can't on. tell nothing who for are the we? next four years. Who are we? She, <laughs> black, uh-huh. black women. Come on. HBCU graduates. Uh-huh. Howard alum. Okay. You show enough. You can't tell them nothing anyway, but you sure can't tell them nothing now. <laughs> Period. Period. Okay. Jamaicans. Uh-huh. Indians. AT aliens, Philadelphians, Come Detroiters, on. and Stacey Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, as an HBCU graduate and a transplant, transplant AT alien, I do not all. disagree. And Tasha, as a black woman, an HBCU at graduate, all. I'm that sure you don't. Me chills. Yeah, it's very, I mean, it's to be alive. What a time. What a time to be alive. You know, there are some other memes, you know, I considered discussing on this platform, but, you know, I I, I want to be sensitive mm-hmm. to all of our listeners. And I, I think we can leave some of those out. Um, but on a serious note, the three elections we covered today, the Alabama Senate, Georgia Gubernational, and the U.S. presidential elections are clear examples of why our votes do matter and why our Mm -hmm. votes do count, right? When I was watching and working the coverage of the election, you know, seeing the numbers shift in Michigan, seeing the numbers in Pennsylvania, Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, seeing the numbers shift and looking at you know, Georgia being like just a couple thousand um, for a lead or, you know, at one point it was like 10,000 of a lead in Philadelphia. Like understanding 
you know, it, we're talking about mm-hmm. millions and millions of people. I think it was what, 70 million, um, maybe uh, the votes one side had, whatever the, whatever the number was, all of those millions and billions of votes. And it came down to less than what, 100,000, 50,000 votes crazy. that made the difference. I mean, that is crazy. If our votes were not of value, they -hmm. would not try to rob us of it. So it is so important that we all register to vote and encourage our friends, our families, our neighbors to do so as well. I also have to say, Georgia, we still have so much more work to do. There are two runoffs races in January that will decide which party Mm -hmm. controls the Senate. Georgia will determine who controls the Senate. So please go ahead and request your absentee ballot, read up on the candidates, and make your voices heard Absolutely. in January. Okay. So to wrap this up, I, I just want to just, you know, recap some of the inspiration. Um, first, don't get discouraged by your lawfuls. Setbacks are simply setups for comebacks. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep growing. Understand the tactics of your opponent and leverage their strategy to your advantage. Change the narrative, control the ending of your story. Speaking of stories, I'm hosting a webinar in partnership with Clark Atlanta University tonight at 630 called Beyond the Elevator Pitch, Power Up Your Professional Story. And if you have not registered, please go to letsworkletswin.com slash events and do so before registration closes. I will be talking about key components to a winning elevator pitch and how to transform that into a compelling, powerful, professional story that will unlock doors and opportunities along your path to success. All right, Sasha, thank thank you you so much for joining me today. Always a pleasure. I'm pretty sure we're going to do it again. ready. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for listening. And remember, the question is not if you are ready for the world, but if the world is ready for you. And on behalf of Black women in America, you are welcome. Later. Girl, you got it. 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 Wow. Girl, you got it. Girl, you got it. Girl, you got it. Girl, you got it.